Welcome to the Man on Fire Rising podcast with David Mailer. If you're looking to grow and become the man and king you were born to be, you're in the right place. Each week, David will provide men with tools, tips, and strategies for their business, relationship, body, heart, and mindset. Get ready to rise into your passion, power, and purpose, and live your life to its full potential. Now, let's dive in. What's up, everyone? It is your man on fire mentor, David Mailer. And today, we are going to be covering your wound is your gift. And what do I mean by your wound is your gift? Let's get into it. Well, we're just coming off of a amazing four days. Well, really five days, but a three-day event. Our man on fire live sees your destiny. Well, we had a group of 100 men, close to 100 men in a room that were just getting vulnerable. They were getting real. They were exposing themselves. They were showing the tears and showing all the emotions that we had pushed down. And we were building each other up, championing one another, and holding each other to the fire of exactly who we were born to be. And that is what it's all about in the Man on Fire Brotherhood. We all were born to have more passion and more power and live a life that's deeply on purpose. And so many of us get off track, we forget who we are, we go into the forgetting, and all of us could use a reminder and come home to the remembrance of who we are and why we're here. Because every man deep down wants to live into his mission, he wants to live into his purpose. Nobody wants to uh, be on their deathbed and uh, feel like they have regret. I didn't live the life that was designed by my soul, I didn't actualize and step into the fullness of my capacity, the fullness of my potential. I sold myself short. I sold my family short. I sold the world short. No, none of us want that. And for those three days, uh, we really took a stand for one another. And there's nothing more beautiful than watching a man wake up. You, you see when he first comes to the program that there is um, no luster, no shine in his eyes. It's like he's he's dragging himself. He's tucking his tailbone and He's got the weight of shame and guilt on his shoulders, and he's just walking through life like a zombie, sleepwalking. And next thing you know, he gets into our seminar room, and we have all of our brothers there, you know, from our inner chamber, and all these new men, and all the new men within hours are all of a sudden reminded of who they are. You forget when you hang out in certain cultures that don't support you, in the remembrance of your full potential and your light becomes so dim that you forget. All of a sudden you come into this room that's electrified, full of energy. You get entrained back to a higher vibration. You start to remember who you are. And I remember those one gentleman there by the name of Dimitri. It was just so incredible to hear his story. And he had shared, uh, you know, he's a, a graduate from, I believe with John Hopkins University and a therapist for close to 15 years. You know, helping you know thousands of people, and he had shared that within the first day of our program, he got more value and more out of it than he had in all of his schooling and all of his years of doing therapy. And I don't say that to brag about what we do. I say that because um, we've created an environment for you guys to really have access to a more congruent, more authentic uh, version of yourself, and then to bring that back into the world. So let's dive deeply into the fire today and take a look at our topic, which is all about your wound is your gift. So what do we mean by that? Well, I would believe it's fair to say that all of us, just about all of us, would 
share that, you know, if you look at your past, if you look at your history, there are certain hurts, there are certain wounds, there are certain traumas that we have all been exposed to. So the guys, you know, at the three-day event, the Man on Fire Live, Caesar Destiny, they heard my story and I had shared about how when I was five years old and I was playing with my dog, Brandy, who's a poodle, uh, while I'm playing with him and he rolled over so I could pet his belly, he had hit his head on uh, one of the pieces of furniture in our, our living room and he let out a loud moan and apparently he had passed away in front of me. And I, I shared the whole story, which I'm not going to get into today on the live, but I remember, you know, being in the back seat of my father's orange Dotson station wagon. And I remember getting to the vet, and he was wrapped in a white, a white blanket, a white sheet. And you know, the doctor coming out saying that the dog is gone. My parents trying to explain to me that he went to heaven, and all I'm hearing is, "You killed your dog." And you know, from then on in, I had made up the story that I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough and I'm not worthy and I'm not deserving of my parents' love because look, I just killed their best friend. And, you know, we each have had certain things happen to us, you know, in this room of a hundred men, it's remarkable how many shared that they went through sexual abuse, there's physical abuse, there's emotional abuse, there's mental abuse. We've all to some degree had had hurts and had traumas and had wounds had wounds. And, you know, one of the greatest teachings that I ever got from uh, Tony Robbins when I would take a lot of his programs and I had the privilege and the luxury of, of being in close proximity to him because I was one of uh, his personal and still am one of his personal um, care providers with the type of healing work that I do, type of uh, transformational work that, that I do that I was trained by Dr. Donald Epstein. And one of the greatest things that I learned from him is that your destiny is not in relationship to your history, meaning your history and what happened to you doesn't determine your destiny. What determines your destiny is the decisions that you're willing to make today. And more often than not, because so many men have been hurt in their past and they have this story, well, you don't understand what happened to me. You don't understand. I didn't grow up with parents that loved each other. I didn't grow up with parents that loved me or I grew up and I was sexually abused or I grew up and I had all these things happen. And I'm not minimizing or, or diminishing anything that ever happened to anybody. But what I'm here to share with you is what the guys uncovered, unpacked, and learned at our program during the past three days at Caesar Destiny. What they learned was that every one of your traumas, every one of your hurts, every one of your wounds, every one of those was uniquely and with precision designed by your soul to happen exactly when it happened, exactly how it happened. And the problem is that we forgot that our soul required this level of hurt, this level of wounding, this level of trauma for us to ultimately be able to dive into the center of those hurts, those wounds and those traumas and unpack it as if it has a gift to offer us. And it's in the center of our wounds, it's in the center of our traumas, it's in the center of all of that, that is the beautiful gift that is awaiting us. And because so many of us wish that my past didn't happen the way it happened, I wish this didn't happen to me, right? If somebody was sexually abused, why did this have to happen? I wish it never happened. Because so many of us have been taught by the culture that these things never should have happened, we've never come into the full acceptance of what transpired. And when you can't fully accept something, you don't value it. And when you don't value something, 
it has ownership over you because you then spend your whole life trying to get away from what you think was a mistake, what you think was an accident, what you think never should have happened. And therefore, you never really finish experiencing the experience of the hurt, wound, and trauma. You never come into acknowledgement of it. You never come into the acceptance of it, meaning you're wishing it never happened. You're trying to wish it away. You're trying to pretend it never happened. And when you can't come into the acceptance, what you're guaranteed and what you're promised is that it now has ownership over you for the rest of your life. And we have an expression in our community, that which we don't value is that which owns us. So let me see if I can drive this home for you guys to understand a little bit more. So in my private practice in New York City for over 20 years of doing the type of healing work that I did, the type of uh, chiropractic, I must have had, I'm going to guess, well over a thousand women share with me that they had been um, sexually abused whether it was by a family member or whether it was from somebody that they didn't know or somebody that they did know. It's alarming how many people this has happened to, not to mention how many uh, men it's also happened to. And the reason I mention this to you is because I always ask them this question. And the question was, did it also happen to your mother and or your grandmother? And probably 99% of the time, the answer was yes. But, and the but was, but they didn't speak about it. Now that's very important information because what happens is, is that when someone in the family, if it's happened to them, if they haven't come into the full acceptance of what happened, meaning you think it was a mistake, you think it never should have happened, and, and, um, and you, you wish it was gone, and you're trying to outrun it, right? You're trying to outrun it, but so... Maybe in your mind you've you've worked out a lot of therapy and you, you have this mental forgiveness from the person, but your body, your body, your physiology is telling a different story. Right? You have a different visceral reaction when it's coming up. So you say, oh, Nia, I've, I've forgiven this person, but the reality is the body is telling a totally different story and your life is telling a different story, right? Because your life will never lie to you. Our mouths lie, but our life never lies. The mirror doesn't lie either. So what ends up happening is that when, when someone is in the non-acceptance of the event, which means you haven't gotten to the gift of it yet. What ends up happening is inadvertently what I've witnessed, and I don't want to have, have this be solid for each and every one of you that's listening, but more often than not, what I've witnessed is that energetically, the, um, the trauma, the wound, the hurt, then gets carried to the next generation or it skips one generation and goes to the next. So what does that mean in English? It means that because you didn't necessarily do the healing work to get to the source, to get fully with the experience, with the event, and get to the place of acceptance, meaning I, I give up wanting to um, make it go away or wish that it didn't happen, and I'm in the full acceptance that it, it was required by my soul in order for me to grow into who I must grow into. If you can't get to the acceptance of that, what I've witnessed in my 20-plus years of practicing in Manhattan is that trauma got carried over to the next uh, generation or two generations later. And so it's it's common that it will happen to someone if their grandmother or if their mother couldn't come to the acceptance of the hurt, wound, and the trauma. And that's painful. That's painful to recognize because what the guys um, discovered at this program is that it could end with you. Meaning if you could learn to come into full acceptance and you could see the gift in what happened, and, I, and I'll explain that in a moment, then you can stop 
the trajectory of this then having to energetically be carried over to the next to the next generation. So I'll, I'll give you examples of what I mean. So one of the um, one of the guys on our team, a senior leader, when he was younger, he was uh, molested by one of his cousins. And how that played out in his life was a world of hatred, a world of anger, a world of feeling like he doesn't belong, and no matter how much he achieved, and he was very high up in the ladder uh, in a managerial position in uh, baseball. Um, no matter no matter what he achieved, it wouldn't make that pain go away. And he kept trying to outrun, you know, why did this happen to me? And it really wasn't until he found his way to Man on Fire, because prior to that, he was literally trying to take his own life through, through uh, you know, putting as much white powder up, up his nose and as much, um, you know, drugs as he can consume. Like, he didn't want to live, which I totally understand why when so many people have been exposed to such hurtful things, like, you feel like there's something wrong with you. You feel like you're broken and you, you carry immense shame and immense guilt. And then, you know, comes into the Man on Fire world and he realizes, you know, through our teachings, which God bless many of my mentors in my life, you know, from Tony to Donnie and other people out there, you know, I was able to help him understand, like, this event had to happen to you because inside the center of that hurt, that wound, that trauma, and in his case, the molestation, there's a gift. There's a gift waiting to be unpacked. And when he learned to dive into the center and to fully feel what he had been trying to outrun through achievements and through drugs, you ultimately get to the joy that's inside of the dead center of a wound, a trauma. And, and, and in there is a gift. And what came out of it was the gift of this will never, ever, ever happen moving forward generationally to his kids or to his kids' kids or to their kids' kids. You get the idea of what I'm saying. Meaning, gets to say it ends with me because he's the one that gets to accept fully what happened to him and not try to spend the rest of his life getting away from it. So he's changed the trajectory of his family line moving forward because if he didn't talk about it and he pretended it shouldn't have happened and he keeps trying to outrun it through overachieving or through drugs, then what I'm suggesting on an energetic level is it's very possible it gets carried to the next generation or the generation after that because nobody is accepting this energy. So in his case, and it's, a, it's really a beautiful story, um, he ended up approaching um, his, his cousin over the last year or so, uh, you know, being a part of Man on Fire, and not from his mind, but literally from doing the work and, and a full surrender in his own body, he had told his cousin that he fully forgave him. And, you know, there were tears in, in Raj's eyes and, and he told him, I, I accept the gift that this had to offer me, which was I will grow up. I've now grown up where I want to protect young boys and young girls. I want to make sure that this doesn't happen to them. I want to make sure that parents are aware that if you don't properly educate your children, if you don't tell the brothers and the sisters and the cousins, if you don't tell them right from wrong and you don't make sure that you're keeping an eye on them and you don't protect them in the way that they deserve to be protected, this is what could happen. And so he was able to share this with his cousin, like with an open heart who had carried lots of shame and lots of guilt over what he did. And then he was also told him, and I also know that it happened to you. I know that it happened to you as well. 
and his cousin, you know, broke down hysterically in tears, like, how did you know? And he's like, well, you know, why else would you, would you want to do this to me? Like, you carried the pain, you didn't know what to do with it, so you took it out on me. And so created, you know, an incredible healing for himself and for his family line, and even ended up speaking to his parents, who ended up, you know, telling them, you know, we, we didn't feel, like, deserving of you as our son. We, we felt like we failed you in protecting you. And so this is what happens when somebody fully accepts the gift inside of the hurt, inside of the wound, inside of the trauma. You can have the entire future change as opposed to you trying to run away from these events. And you can have story after story after story after story. Like we have guys in our community that have spent time in prison. And, you know, now they're reformed and they want to go out to the world and they want to talk to uh, kids that were their age when they made the mistakes that they made and rather than seeing it as oh I, I have too much shame too much guilt I don't want to talk about this this never should have happened I'm just going to bury it I'm going to swallow it swallow the key keeping it in the vault not letting anybody know about this no you have this beautiful opportunity to tell your story to be in the full acceptance of this trauma this wound and in embracing it and seeing the gift in it how many people's lives can be impacted by you telling your story, how many more children, young teens, could you talk to and get them to not have to make the same mistakes you made because you're willing to accept the gift in what transpired? And we have literally hundreds of stories within our community of guys that have made these types of mistakes or things that have happened to them where they're now out there, including military. Like we have guys that, you know, things that, that, that they wanted to take to their grave, that they were so ashamed of, embarrassed of, of things where they lost themselves in the military. And, you know, you're taught to shut down your emotions and you just become cold because if you, if you feel people die and, and, and they, some of them lost their soul, even, even though, you know, they got home from the war, they couldn't end the war within. And by teaching them how to like find a gift and what happened, so many of them now are out there speaking to veterans and helping them, you know, give up uh, their addictions to, to different drugs and find their, their way back to their soul and back to their heart and back to being who they truly are before, you know, the, the emotions were pulled out of them from having to serve, you know, in the military. So what I wanted to speak to today, guys, was that, you know, inside of every one of your hurts, inside of every one of your wounds is this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful gift that's waiting to be unpacked. And uh, what if you could imagine that, you know, the thing that you think has screwed you up the most, the thing that you feel has put your life on this trajectory where you're not happy and, you know, what if instead you looked at it through the lens of what if this was a gift? What if what happened to me in the past is actually a gift inside of it and I have not been able to recognize that and unpack the center and get to the gift. And I'll give you another example. Um, one of our brothers on our team started off just as a member in the community. He had a horrendous relationship with his father where his dad never said, I love you. Um, his dad was very cold, very distant, no affection. And it, it got to the point where literally when, when he was in his 70s, you know, almost like uh, Darth Vader, lifting up, I don't know, this one of the one of the, the seat and slamming him to the ground. He had that much anger towards his father and 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 wrote him out of his life. Comes to man on fire, 
you'll never get away with that crap. Who will hold you to the fire of who you truly are? You know, what's the thing that you want most from your dad? I just want him to love me. I just want him to accept me. I'm like, well, you don't accept him. I'm like, you keep seeing your dad in his wound. You keep seeing him as bitter. You keep seeing him as cold. You keep seeing him as non-emotional. You keep seeing him as unloving. You're not seeing him for who he really is. You're seeing the wound that's presenting. I'm like, you need to learn to see underneath all that crap and see him as a soul before the cruel world took away his innocence, right? What happened to him? Oh, well, he had been molested many times in his life. Well, now you understand why he got to that place and nobody ever taught him how to unpack the gift inside of that hurt, that wound, that trauma. So of course he's of course he's going to push everybody at arm's length that's going to love him. Of course he's going to keep you at a distance because to him love probably meant loss or love probably meant abuse. He did a lot of work on himself in our Man on Fire Brotherhood and ends up coming to a place of recognizing that the thing that I want most from my father, which is love and acceptance, I have to give that to him. I know the pain of what it's like to not have it. Therefore, why would I withhold that from him? See, for those of you that have been sensitized to a certain trauma or wound, you know the pain of what it's like to have that. Therefore, you're here to give the very gift of what was taken from you, what was withheld from you. Anything that was withheld, whether it was safety, whether it was love, whether it was dignity, whether it was respect, trying to get it back from somebody else will never free you. Giving it, giving it, is what's going to create the freedom because there's a gift you've been sensitized to know the pain of what it's like to not have it therefore you're here to give the very thing you've been trying to get he ends up giving his father unconditional love not through the mind but through the body by breaking into his body doing the work with the different processes that we take the men through and moving the information from his head down into his body which is the journey that all men take in our brotherhood learning how to go from your head to your heart from your head to your body and he comes into this deep place of reverence and love for his father, reconnects with him by phone, ends up going to see his dad with his two children, gets to have the, the privilege of watching his father for the first time show affection and love towards, towards his grandchildren, and ends up telling him that I love you and I'm proud of you, like words that he wanted to hear his whole life, but finally was able to cut the cord of, deta of, of attachment and not needing it anymore because he was getting joy out of loving his father. And as the story plays out, and maybe some of you have seen the video to it, uh, he ends up helping his father through his last couple of weeks in life through the transition, even having the sacred privilege to bathe him when, when he couldn't take care of himself and he, and he you know, had um, his bowels like on, at a place of uh, not being able to control them. And who does he turn to? His son. The one person that he didn't know how to show love to, he gives the highest level of respect and in his most vulnerable place of life allows Joshua the, the privilege and the gift of taking care of him. And so because he had the courage to do the work and unpack the center of his own trauma of never having a dad say, I love you and get to the gift in it. What's the gift? Well, the gift is he learned unconditional love. The gift is he now gives his children love in a way that his father wasn't able to give him because he knows the pain of what it's like to not have it. And he's changed in, in the entire trajectory of his family by accepting the gift rather than saying, my life is screwed up and I numb out through weed and I drink and I do all these things and I don't want to be in a committed relationship because look what my father did to me and look at how he withheld from love for me. And rather than using that as an excuse, he finally was able to go into the center of it and realize my soul designed it this way. I signed on for the uniqueness of the hurts, wounds and traumas that my soul required in order for me to tap into the magnitude 
of the gifts that I'm here to bring humanity, I'm here to bring the world. And for those of you listening that might be hearing me the first time, I invite you to visit this lens, to visit this perspective that I'm sharing with you, that inside of every hurt, wound, and trauma that's ever come your way, there is a beautiful gift waiting for you to unpack it. And when you do, my promise to you is that your life will start to change. And, you know, for those of you that want support with that, great, reach out to us. This is our mastery in the Man on Fire world. We know how to teach men how to really go into this. And I don't mean like talking about it, like where it becomes mental therapy and you just get to talk about it and talk about it and talk about it, but nothing changes in your life. This is deep work. This is learning how to dive in and feel the emotions of the stuff that you buried and allowing all that bound energy from what you push down to actually come out in a beautiful way where you're more available to the world and your heart is more online and you have more love to offer yourself and to offer others. And, you know, the trajectory of one's life doesn't have to be where you fall apart and all this bound energy from the hurts and wounds and traumas end up, you know, coming out through sickness and disease. No, it could be something that turns into your capacity and ability to love more fully. So for those of you out there that know that it's time for you to tap into those wounds and those traumas and those hurts and turn them into gifts, you found the right community, you found the right brotherhood, you found the right mentor. It is always such an honor and such a privilege to be able to share my trials and tribulations and life experiences with you guys. And if I can support any of you along your journey of transformation and growth and help you step up into being a masculine leader that you deserve and that your family deserves and that the world deserves from you, then I thank you for that opportunity to serve you in this way. All right, guys, here's to you diving into the center of the fire with me today and rising with passion with power, and with purpose. It is your man on fire, mentor David Mailer. I will see you guys. So much love, guys. For those of you that want to learn more about Man on Fire, go to manonfirerising.com. You can continue to follow me on, on many social platforms for free. We also have coaching programs for those of you that want to take a deeper dive and get a deeper level of support, challenge, and accountability. Naturally, there's an investment in those. We have workshops that are ridiculously inexpensive multiple uh, ways that you can come into our community from free to paid services. All right, guys, so much love, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to click subscribe so you never miss an episode. Then share with your friends and leave us a raving review. To connect with David, you can find him at www.manonfirerising.com or on Facebook. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Man on Fire Rising podcast with David Mailer.